the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The U.S. Coast Guard says rescuers are looking for four crew members who are unaccounted for. After a vessel overturned near a Georgia port, the Golden, Cra- Golden Ray cargo ship ran into trouble early Sunday when it listed heavily in St. Simon Sound. Republican leaders in South Carolina and Kansas have voted to scrap their presidential nominating contest in 2020. Meanwhile, party officials in Nevada are deciding whether to follow suit as the GOP erects more hurdles for the long shots challenging President Trump. So far, Bill Weld, a former Massachusetts governor, and Joe Walsh, a former Illinois congressman, have announced their candidacy, and others may join them. Canceling primaries, caucuses, and other voting is not an unusual move for the party of the White House incumbents seeking a second term. The South Carolina Democratic Party did not hold presidential primaries in 1996 or 2012. That's correspondent Ron DeRoxter reporting. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt can see what's going on in Iran. Iran is stifling the United Nations probe of its alleged storage of nuclear equipment, radioactive materials in Tehran. They're making a bomb. Everyone knows that. And on top of that, France is giving Iran $15 billion. It's uh, France subsidizing terrorism in a rogue state. Can't believe it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. With cultural battles raging, the Patriot is at the front lines of accurate reporting and sparking intelligent conversations. That's why we're looking to honor this year's cultural warrior, a person who has gone above and beyond to positively affect culture and has pushed our country in a positive direction. Help us find this year's cultural warrior by nominating them at am1280thepatriot.com. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Showers the rest of the day, high of 62, and we got hour two with the Brad Carlson Show right now. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to check out our Facebook page, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate your support 
on the broadcast. And uh, another again, another reminder, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner promoting Michelle Malkin's appearance here in the Twin Cities on Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Uh, tickets are going to uh, start getting snapped up quickly. Uh, I've noticed some of our bigger events, uh, some of the tickets really start to go quickly with a couple uh, weeks remaining. I mean, we usually get a crush of initial uh, purchases, then maybe kind of a little bit of a lull, and then they go quick. And we always try to warn you, some of the more elite tickets, if you're just on the fence about getting some of those elite VIP tickets, don't be, because those inevitably always sell out. So I'm looking forward to this. I've been a longtime admirer of Michelle's. Uh, I I remember first hearing your name back in about 2003, 2004 timeframe when George W. Bush was running for re-election, okay? So she's been a powerhouse for a long time. Like I said, started hotair.com in 2006, where our uh, former NARN colleague Ed Morrissey now writes full-time. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to it, that is for sure. I uh, do want to get to some local items from this past week, something of a, a potential game-changer taking place in Congressional District 7, which is the... Uh, westernmost part of the state pretty much runs the um, the almost the length of the state from the very northwest corner of the state on down to not quite the farthest southwest corner of the state, but uh, it 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 covers a lot of ground. That is for sure. Uh, Congressional District Seven, where Colin Peterson has been the incumbent congressman, first elected in 1990, and is now in the midst of his 15th term. This is from the Star Tribune story. Former state senator and lieutenant governor Michelle Fishbach announced Monday that she will challenge a Democrat stalwart, U.S. Representative Colin Peterson, for the congressional seat in Minnesota's western 7th district. Fishbach will be a formidable opponent for Peterson, a 15-term congressman who has defeated a string of poorly funded Republican candidates, even as his district has grown more conservative, said Sam Winter, a spokesman for Fishbach's campaign. It is the most pro-Trump district in the country held by a Democrat, said Winter, noting that Peterson won re-election in 2018, even though the Republican president carried his district by 31 points in 2016. Fishbach seized on the president's popularity in her written announcement and highlighted President Trump's voting record, uh, or and highlighted Peterson's voting record in opposition to President Donald Trump's administration. One of his first votes this Congress was to ban the wall, and he votes against President Trump 85% of the time, she said. Unlike Peterson, I will work with President Trump to secure our borders, build the wall, fight against the Democrats' social agenda, and keep America great. A call and an email to Peterson's campaign office was not immediately returned Monday night. As chairman of the House Agricultural Committee, Peterson has maintained popularity and strong support from farmers and rural voters in his district. Peterson is considered a blue dog Democrat with conservative positions on abortion and same-sex marriage. He voted against the Affordable Care Act that was championed in 2010 by his own party and President Barack Obama, but also against Trump's legislation in 2017 that would have repealed it. Uh, okay, a lot to uh, lot, definitely a lot to unpack. First of all, uh, Michelle Fishbach was a uh, her Senate district, which she represented, was primarily in the uh, Painesville area, which is just uh, outside of St. Cloud. And if you also remember, uh, the Republicans had a slim thirty-four to thirty-three majority in the Senate last year, 
And then when Al Franken resigned from the U.S. Senate, Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith was elevated or was select, excuse me, appointed by Governor Mark Dayton uh, to Al Franken's Senate seat. Well, that opened a vacancy as with Lieutenant Governor. Well, in the pecking order, the president of the Senate is then elevated to Lieutenant Governor. Well, that was Michelle Fishbach, who was president of the Senate. And the idea was get her out of the Senate, uh, focus on her Lieutenant Governor duties, and therefore that would open up her seat to special election. Now, again, Michelle Fishbach's Senate district, pretty conservative. Okay, so it was likely a Republican was going to win that anyways. Well, Michelle Fishbach managed to, she said, no, I can do both. Lieutenant Governor really doesn't have a lot of realistic roles. I can be president of the Senate and fulfill the role of Lieutenant Governor. Well, they told her that was unconstitutional, whatever, it was going to be taken to court. And then she decided in the summer of 2018, or before the summer of 2018, obviously, early 2018, to become Tim Pawlenty's running mate uh, for lieutenant, uh, lieutenant governor, because Pawlenty was vying for the GOP nomination in 2018 uh, in the open seat for governor, because obviously Mark Dayton was not seeking re-election. So then Fishbach, you know, they avoided an ultimate court decision when she resigned, and then that triggered a special election in 2018, because that was an off election year for the Minnesota Senate. And then Jeff Howe, a Republican, easily won that seat. So the Republicans maintained their razor-thin majority and have since increased it by another seat. Uh, so the Republicans currently hold a 35-32 majority. I bring all that up because there was an interesting uh, there, uh, article in uh, Cook Political Report. And for my money, uh, the Cook Political Report is one that you should follow closely if you're interested in breaking down the demographics in each congressional district. And they kind of come out with an annual report called the Partisan Voting Index, or every other year, I should say, where they show where a district currently resides as far as its voting strength. And right now it has Congressional District 7 at an R plus 12 district. So it's a solidly red district. And I've always said that Colin Peterson, once he decides to step down and not seek re-election, that will fall into Republicans' hands and it will remain a Republican seat for many years to come. But I would preferably like to see Peterson uh, sent packing via the ballot box. So uh, I bring up the Cook Political Report because uh, they bring up one of the vulnerabilities that Michelle Fishbach has. Uh, they, they refer to 2018, she created a minor maelstrom by trying to simultaneously keep her Senate seat while filing the lieutenant, filling the lieutenant governor vacancy. Now, at the time, Republicans held a 34 to 33 seat majority in the chamber that depended on Fishbach's vote. Ultimately, Fishbach backed down and resigned, but the legal battle ended up costing taxpayers $146,000. Honest to God, that's kind of in the weeds a little bit. Do you think the voters of CD7 are, are going to really think much about that at all? Or are, are they even aware of it? And if they're made aware of it, are they really going to care that much? I don't think so. But one thing one thing that's been interesting in all of the... Um, excuse me while I take a drink of water here. One of the things that's been interesting in all of the stories that have come out about Michelle Fishbach is how there's been no men, been no mention of Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes has been on this broadcast many times. Um, he was the Republican candidate in 2016 and 2018 to oppose Colin Peterson. And in 2018, uh, Dave lost that race by about 5%. 
or excuse me, 2016, he lost a race by about 5%. In 2018, he got a little closer, lost by about 4%. So he kind of closed the gap a little bit. Now, my contention is that Michelle Fishbach might be better suited to be the candidate in this race because Dave Hughes has had a couple of cracks at this. Uh, and I reached out to Dave Hughes because I didn't see any comment from him welcoming Michelle Fishbach to the race because last month, Dave Hughes announced that he was going to take another crack at it. Third time's a charm in his mind. And when Michelle Fishbach got in the race, there was a lot of fanfare surrounding it. And uh, when Dave Hughes announced he was getting in, I didn't hear nearly the kind of fanfare. Now, maybe if I lived closer to CD7, I might have been more privy to it. But thus far, I really didn't hear a lot. So I was wondering, you know, is Dave even going to stay in the race? Because Michelle... Fishbach announced on Labor Day she was running, and I didn't see anything from Dave. So I reached out to him, and uh, he said uh, he's going to uh, continue to seek the Republican Party endorsement, and he insists that he's a frontrunner. Now, this was kind of a private message as Dave and I exchanged. I didn't ask him for permission to read this, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But he is staying in the race, and he believes that he has the bigger name with voters, the more credibility with voters. Nobody knows Michelle Fishbach. So therefore, he still thinks he's a favorite. And of course, he's going to say that because that's why he's in it. He's in it to win it. And credit to Dave Hughes, uh, he made this race a toss-up in 2018 in a in a in a environment where very few Democrat-held seats were vulnerable to being lost. Now, obviously, the disclaimer here being this is a solidly red district. So if any Rep- Democrat-held seat had the chance to flip red in 2018, it would have been CD7. And ultimately, CDs 8 and 1 did flip red, but that was because in seed, both incumbent Democrats, Rick Nolan and Tim Walls, respectively, were not seeking re-election in those seats. So, again, a little more of a disclaimer there. But, again, I don't endorse candidates for the simple reason, number one, no one cares what I think. And secondly, I want both candidates, uh, Michelle Fishbach and Dave Hughes, to appear in this program to tout their respective candidacies. So I'm not going to play favorites. I want them both to come on. And thirdly, I don't live in CD7. So it what again, it especially doesn't matter what I think. But I will say, in breaking down this race a little bit, uh, I believe that Fishbach's presence, I think Fishbach has the early edge to be the nominee. Now, again, it's early. They're still going to have to go through a nominating convention, which typically takes place around springtime. So that's one thing I'll ask each of the candidates if they're able to come on. Will you abide by the party's endorsement, uh, you know, and step aside if your opponent is endorsed? And I, I, I haven't gotten a sense of if either is willing to abide by the endorsement. So here's the thing: the uh, National Republican Party has made it a priority to have more women elected to the U.S. House, well, and to Congress in general. In fact, uh, there is a record number uh, right now in today's Congress, there's a record number of women who hold seats in Congress, but they're mostly Democrats. And that's been a problem for the Republicans. Now, again, I'm I'm the type of voter that I'm going to vote for the candidate that most closely reflects my values. But I will also say that you definitely have to appeal to candidates that can reach voters, you know, on a one-to-one level, okay? And there are 
certain congressional districts where, you know, it might be better suited for, for a woman to run on the Republican side. In fact, I think more women should be running as Republicans. And I'm grateful to see that there are a lot of women stepping up to run for U.S. House in 2020. That's going to be huge. And so the National Party sees this. I mean, the National Party, the RNC, is chaired by uh, Romney McDaniel, Mitt Romney's niece. So obviously, she's going to have. She, it's, it would behoove the party to, you know, bring more women and women into the fold. And uh, obviously, Chairwoman uh, McDaniel is is going to see to that. So there's that advantage. Plus, I think the voters. See, the Republican voters in CD7 are going to say, you know, Dave, God bless you. You had two cracks at it. He was especially vulnerable in in uh, 2018, considering how popular this President Trump is with his district. President Trump endorsed you, obviously, to overtake Colin Peterson, and, and you still didn't get it done. Now, again, I'm not pretending to know what's on the minds of Republican voters in CD7, but the fact of the matter is, Michelle Fishbach's name, when it was announced she was going to run, this race immediately shifted from leans Democrat to a toss-up, okay, without even mentioning Dave Hughes' name. So that tells you right there that this is this is a game-changer. Now, again, I've been using this disclaimer multiple times today, and I'll use it again. Election day is 14 months away. But the endorsing convention is coming up next spring, and the voters are going to have to uh, make a choice— and again, I'll be interested to hear from both uh, Michelle Fishbach and Dave Hughes. Hopefully they can both come on the broadcast because I would love to hear the perspective and the pitch that they're going to make to Republican delegates in CD7. So it's on now. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. The self-defined little brown woman with a big mouth is coming to Ames Center in Burnsville, Tuesday, September 24th. Get your tickets for An Evening with Michelle Malkin today at am1280thepatriot.com. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money. $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the Dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free. And we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. 
I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Look at this, Universal Pictures, set to release a brand new movie about hunting. Yes, irredeemable deplorables for sport. We smelly Trump Walmart voters that cling to our God, guns, religion, and Bibles. A Hollywood film about slaughtering deplorables has been postponed. That is, until the left senses there might be a more opportune time. Universal Films canceled the premiere of The Hunt, just saying now is not the right time. However, they stand by our filmmakers associated with this satirical social thriller. So when the time is right, they will reintroduce it to America and thereby encourage more carnage of the innocent. It's time to turn off Hollywood, folks. Don't give them a nickel of your money or a minute of your time. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The Parade of Homes is going on now. Find the home that fits and discover the latest designs, styles, and trends. Pick up your free guidebook at Holiday and visit ParadeofHomes.org to plan your tour. The Parade of Homes, sponsored by U.S. Bank. Welcome back, AM 12, to The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Honored to be joined by a friend of the broadcast. Twyla's been on uh, numerous uh, shows on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Twyla Braze is the uh, co-founder and president of of the Citizens Council for Health Freedom. They have a uh, big-time annual uh, banquet dinner that they put on, and they usually have some powerhouse speakers come in uh, to talk to the attendees of that dinner. We'll, uh, Twyla will be on to uh, promote that. And there's always uh, news about health care legislation, particularly with uh, the Democrats uh, uh, being hell-bent on lurching towards single payers. So we'll get Twyla's insight on that and many mo- other subjects as we talk to uh, Twyla Braze. Twyla, always good to have you on the program. How are you today? Well, th- I'm great. Thanks, Brad. Well, good to talk to you. As always, like I said, Twyla, first we want to uh, uh, weigh in on the annual dinner that the CCHF is uh, putting on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and uh, who we can expect to hear from? Sure. It is um, taking place in about 11 days. So on Thursday, September 19th, it's called Stopping Single Payer Lessons from Canada. Mm. And we have Richard Baker, who is the CEO and the founder of an, a company called Timely Medical Alternatives. And what he does is he helps Canadians leave Canada to get the care that they need, that they can't afford to wait for, that they uh, would die without. And he is going to come and talk to us about the lessons that uh, we should learn from Canada before we consider moving to Medicare for All. After all, Canada has Medicare for All, and so that's that's the gist of his um, of his uh, presentation. It's taking place uh, in the evening, so it's a dinner event, 
It's at the uh, Doubletree by Hilton Park Place, which means it's close to uh, 394 and Highway 100. And its registration starts at 6 that night. But we really need everyone to who wants to come to register online by September 15th, or you can give us a call at the office. So you can go to cchfreedom.org, cchfreedom.org. And again, the event is Thursday, September 19th in the evening for dinner. Fantastic. I'll be speaking too. Oh, well, fantastic. Well, that'll definitely provide more enticements for people to come along, no, no <laughs> doubt about it. So, yeah, it's, uh, Twyla alluded to cchfreedom.org. I've also linked to the website at my blog, bradcarlson.org. So you can go uh, check that out via that avenue. Uh, what, uh, so are there, are there going, I imagine, Twyla, that uh, you alluded to your speaker, Richard Baker, who's helping Canadians escape uh, the single-payer rationing. Uh, I imagine he's probably going to have some uh, pretty scary anecdotes. Now, of course, we want to save all the stories for Mr. Baker, but uh, any idea of any specifics that he's going to be uh, going to be referring to, Twyla Bray's? Well, I know for certain that he said that he knows he's saved the lives of six people. Mm. But I also know that the other folks that he brings out are people who don't want to wait three years to get their hip replaced. They sure. they want to keep being able to work Um and there are other folks who have probably gotten a um, been able to keep a limb or an organ or something because they didn't have to wait. Um, and the other thing that's going to happen is we are going to have some what we call wedge doctors. We started the Wedge of Health Freedom, and we have asked several of the physicians in the wedge to come. And those are doctors around the country who take only cash, check, or charge. They, they don't have contracts with the government. They don't have contracts with insurers. The relationship is just between the patient and the doctor. And we've got about, uh, I think, maybe 13 of them now signed up uh, in Minnesota. It's free for patients, free for doctors. We're just trying to get this kind of um, relationship. Um, we, we want it to grow because this is the way healthcare should be. Um, we sh- you should have a catastrophic policy for those catastrophic insurable events, but really a lot of the care should be paid for by cash, check, or charge, because when you don't have those middlemen in the middle, it becomes affordable, personal, confidential, all the things that you really want uh, when it comes to uh, medical care. So there's going to be several of them are going to be there that you can talk with. Oh, even even better. And I know you have a website for for that as well. Is it uh, jointhewedge.com? Is that where people can find yeah, out more information that's about right. that? Okay, fantastic. Yep, and that's where they can find our map. Yep. Okay, well that's great. Yeah, and, and obviously when when Twyla, when you say that uh, patients will have a personal uh, confidential relationship between them and their doctor and it's affordable, I think that's going to raise a few antennas. So yes, definitely check that out. Jointhewedge.com. dot <laughs> com. Uh, I guess let's uh, get into some of the uh, uh, legislation, some of the proposals that are taking place. I mean, it's been downright frightening seeing some of the individuals who are running for president very just off the cuff, just saying, oh yeah, sure, uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll devolve into. Uh, uh, to single payer, and uh, you know, it's me being a very staunch pro-lifer, the 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 idea that uh, abortion could be up to just say a matter of days before birth, just very scary times we live in, Twyla Brays, and I can't imagine what your perspective is as a as a medical professional. Right, and I think you know, clarifying some terms just for your listeners. So, because I've mentioned single payer to some people, and they go, "Hmm, I'm not sure what that is." So, I think it's good to just say sure. that uh, single single payer means that there's just one entity paying all medical bills, 
And in this case, that would be the government. So the federal government would be responsible for uh, paying all those bills and sure. for providing the coverage. Um, but then there's also something called socialized medicine, which single payer is part of, because what happens when you have one entity, the government paying all the bills, you actually socialize uh, the hospitals and you socialize the doctors and they're all come under the control of the government. Mm. A lot of people kind of like the term single payer. They're like, oh, great. I, I can get out of this bill paying business. Sure. right? But they don't like the idea that the government takes over their doctor and their hospitals and their clinics. They don't like that idea. And so it's really important to understand that Medicare for all the proposals that are out there, they will not be like Medicare today. Okay. Medicare for today would go away. Sure. Medicaid would go away. Obamacare would go away. Uh, private insurance would go away. Employer-sponsored coverage would go away. It would all go away. It wouldn't even act like Medicare today. It'd be more like Medicaid. So we'd all be on Medicaid, uh, paying poorly. The government would pay poorly. Hospitals, certain hospitals would close. The smaller, the rural hospitals would tend to close. Um, some divisions in uh, urban hospitals might close. A lot of physicians would probably get out of the practice of medicine because they're not willing to pay to work for for not for nothing or, or to work and actually have to um, you know for less than the cost of giving the care. And so this is this is not a small thing. It's a single payer. Medicare for all is single payer, but it ends up socializing the doctors and the hospitals and the care that you receive. Yeah, yeah. I, well, we appreciate the clarifications on that, Twyla, and I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm glad you did bring that up because uh, it seems to me a lot of people, when they ta- enthusiastically embrace something like this, they normally don't have all the facts. And, and uh, I, I imagine in your experience, once you lay out all these facts, you get a lot of light bulbs coming on as if to say, wow, I, I didn't know that it, it was that involved with the, with the government. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, a lot of people just don't think any further than, you know, oh, great, I'll get my bills paid. But, you know, surveys have found that when you ask people about Medicare for all, they're like, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. But then if you ask them, well, how about if it, it uh, costs more in taxes? They're like, mm, OK, so some people drop off. But right. then when you say, how about if the quality of your care suffers and then a whole bunch of people drop off? Then it then it then instead of you know like sixty or seventy percent liking Medicare for all, you're down to the twenty five percent who want it. But see that's the that's the reality. So when you when you when you get beyond the the title and you get into the substance, then people start to back off from it. But of course, as you realize when you listen to those candidates, they're not talking about the substance. Bernie Bernie might be the most uh, truthful about that when he says, yes, it's going to cost you all more money. Yes, it's, the payroll tax is going to go up. Yes, this, it's going to cost 30 to $40 trillion. Twyla, we have to take a break here real quick. Are you available to hang can over you? for one more segment? Yes, I oh, can. Thank okay. You. Twyla Braves will be back with another segment with us on the broadcast right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. 
Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-7294. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-458-7294. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-458-7294. 1-800-458-7294. Giving your computer problems with boots. Arby's Computer Service. When you want your computer fixed right the first time, Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold up five to six years or longer to do the same? Arby's Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. American pressure. If you're cleaning up your food production facility and you're in charge of sanitization, American Pressure is the right place for you. We know that if you aren't clean, you can't make product. From food-grade oil and pumps to custom products to clean conveyors, we know your application. Water savings, reliable equipment, and quick support are just some of the reasons to call American Pressure. Find out more at AmericanPressure.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag NARN Show for comments or questions. Being, we are honored to be joined for one more segment by Twyla Brace. She, the co-founder and president of Citizens Council for Health Freedom. Again, check out their website CC hfreedom.org. Uh, uh, Twyla, I apologize that we had one of those horrible hard breaks that we absolutely had to hit, so I, I, I apologize for interrupting your uh, no, okay. train of thought uh, last segment. Uh, I do want to get to uh, a couple of more issues. Now, we know you do uh, a lot of advocacy on, on behalf of health care and health insurance, obviously, and uh, have you had a, an opportunity to go to Washington recently, meet with uh, members of Congress in the uh, Trump administration? And if so, uh, uh, what are you ascertaining as far as the next step in uh, in health share insurance and health care, given that the uh, Obamacare skinny repeal uh, uh, fell by the wayside two years ago? So I know it sounds counterintuitive, but we were actually glad that that repeal went by the wayside because it would have convinced everybody that the Affordable Care Act had been repealed when it would not have done any such thing. Right. And uh, so, so we that we didn't mind that McCain did it. It was interesting, but um, um, 
Yes, uh, we regularly go to Washington, D.C. We were there in July. Um, uh, I'm going back there shortly and uh, spent a lot of time talking to members of Congress and their staff, so about 19 of them, and then uh, had three meetings with the Trump administration for, for something that we're pushing. So when we look at this whole thing, this whole issue called uh, health care, um, we're, we're just trying to bring it back to freedom. And, and so we look at the things that we can do to, you know, push it in that direction the best and the most successfully. And one of those is to undo what the Clintons did in 1993. They tied Medicare and Social Security benefits together without congressional approval. So they just put these words in an instruction manual that Social Security has been following ever since. And those words say that if you do not enroll in Medicare, you cannot get your Social Security benefits. Well, that is not a law. That's not a rule. That's not a nothing. Mm. And so, uh, so all it would take is for Trump to undo that. And now your listeners are probably thinking, well, why wouldn't I want to be in Medicare? Well, there are, there are numbers of reasons to be in Medicare, but the best reason to do this whole thing is because it was wrong that the Clintons did it. And what it means is that seniors can't, most seniors do not have the financial means to to forego their Social Security benefits, sure. tying them forever into Medicare. Right. Medicare is going bust in six years. It's already paying out more than it than the money that's coming in for it through payroll taxes. It's in serious trouble, and the more trouble it gets in, the more the care will be rationed away under the feet and the lives of seniors. And so we really believe that each of us should be able to have private insurance to the end of our days. Isn't that kind of an American thing? Sure. Um, so why are we all on being forced into Medicare at age 65 and all the political shenanigans and all the political agendas that happen at Congress that determine whether we can and cannot care and can and cannot have care or who we can get it from or how much money there will be or whether lives need to be rationed in order to keep, to keep this program, you know, up there for political purposes. So, um, so we have uh, had a whole bunch of meetings with the Trump administration trying to convince them that this is something President Trump should do. And I, I'll say that uh, we're fairly positive about it, but that doesn't mean anything. At the end of the day, you never know what's going to happen. You know, right. <laughs> some bomb could go off somewhere and then everything that anybody ever planned for any reason, you know, just goes away. Um, but that is something that we're working on. And with Congress, this is something for your listeners. We really need everybody to call their members of Congress and oppose this brand new database that the Republicans and um, Democrats in the Senate have decided to create a database of all our medical rec record information sent to the federal government. It's called the All Payer Claims Database. And Lamar Alexander, a Republican from Tennessee, uh, it has a bill to create this thing, forcing insurers uh, to send all of our data to the federal government. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? So, so just mark that down, all payer claims database, and tell your member of Congress and your member of the Senate, uh, don't do this. We know what you're planning to do. Do not do this. Um, so I just encourage your listeners uh, to do that. We were there telling them, don't do this. What are you, what are you thinking of? <laughs> Why would we want the federal government to have everything about us? all our medical record information centralized. Why, why would we do that? That is not a Republican idea. Uh, it's not a free market idea. It's not a freedom idea. Um, so, and the other thing is that the 
the House, Democrats and 41 Republicans in the House who voted for it, want to give us all a national patient ID number. So, a, and this was Hillary's plan mm-hmm. that we'd all have this number that we're all our care is tracked by. Uh, you'd have to have this number, this card to access care. So, no card, no care. All of your medical record information would be linked together. It would be, you would be able to be profiled with this national number. None of this is about freedom and constitutional rights. And so we we uh, we're working with the Senate. Uh, Senator Ron pa- Rand Paul sure. uh, to try and shut that thing down. So I and um and I don't know I don't know if you know Brad, but I wrote a book. It's called Big Brother in the Exam Room: The yes. Dangerous Truth About the Electronic Health Records. And so I talk about these things in there, both of them, um, and say why you know why we we don't want Big Brother in the exam room. Yeah, no question. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to gloss over this too much, Twilight. You're talking about this database of, of, of patient information, how are Republicans in the Senate? You, you alluded to Lamar Alexander out of Tennessee. How are they touting this as a good thing? I mean, what are they using to promote this as 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 positive legislation? I I, I can't quite grasp how supposed freedom loving Republicans would say this is a good thing. So, how are they even promoting something like this as as a positive? Well, it's funny. We were talking to one of the staffers, one of the Senate staffers, and she said, she said, yeah, she goes, I just discovered this. She said, I've gotten a whole bunch of, you know, uh, uh, meetings about what this, what's in this bill, and nobody talked about this. Wow. She said, we, we had to, we read that ourselves, and then we found it. She said, well, it's just like it's like happening, you know, under, undercover. Mm. Like it's just like being pushed forward like it wasn't there before anybody notice it. And so when they talk about it, they talk about all the good they can do with the data. You know, they can monitor the quality of healthcare and they can use it for research and, you know, but that's, that's all like wrong. You know, this is confidential data. Patients want to know that what's happening in the exam room doesn't get out to the government of all things, let alone all sorts of other people. Um, And so they're really not talking about it. That's the deal. They're not talking about it. They're hoping it can happen without the American people knowing about it. And so now your listeners know about it and should contact the senators and the House members and say, oh, we don't want we don't want that. Well, I know that. Yeah, you've been uh, uh, for a number of years, particularly here in the in the state of Minnesota, uh, about uh, about newborn screening. Do, am I am I understanding correctly? There is also a newborn screening bill that's taking place at the at the federal level as well. Yes, there is a newborn screening bill, and we are working to do what we did five years ago, which was to get Rand Paul's office to put a parent consent uh, amendment on that bill, which would require parent consent before any of the stored DNA of newborns can be used for federally funded research. And so um, so I, I feel fairly good about that, that we're going to be able to get that, uh, because they did it for us five years ago, but... Uh, without going into the weeds, um, it had it, it ended, and so now it's time to make it permanent. Um, and so, um, yes, we would like to do much more than that. We'd like to stop all the storage. We'd like to have parent consent for everything, but we will work at it from every angle that we can to stop the government uh, storing, using, sharing, uh, doing research on newborns, which are newborn citizens. Right. They're newborn citizens. They mm-hmm. got. They got rights, mm-hmm. constitutional rights. <laughs> um, and so this is just a part of it, and that was something else we were in D.C. talking about. Once again, we've been joined by uh, Twyla Bray. She, the uh, president and co-founder of Citizens Council for Health Freedom. Again, check out their fine website, cchfreedom.org. And uh, I'm also glad to notice that uh, on there there's also 
uh, ways you can access her Health Freedom Minute. You hear her Health Freedom Minutes on these uh, very airways, very Salem affiliates on a regular basis, and uh, that's the kind of information you get there that you're not going to hear a whole lot of anybody, everybody else. Like, I mean, i got to be honest with you, Twyla. Some of the stuff you're sharing with us today, I was not even aware of, and I like to consider myself someone who's engaged in all of the uh, political and, uh, and, and that kind of news, so we appreciate you sharing that uh, with us. Uh, Twyla, we have a couple of minutes to go. Again, your annual dinner taking place on Thursday uh, September 19th at the Doubletree uh, by Hilton. It's at uh, near 394 and Highway 100. If people are interested, want to make a donation, maybe get tickets, uh, I'm assuming they can just go to the website. Is that correct? They can, and they should They should go to cchfreedom.org and do it by Sunday, September 15th. So there are just, what is that? What is that, eight days? That's one days? week, yeah. One w- to register. <laughs> One week left to register. Okay, fantastic again. I would love to see him all there. So, Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we look forward to, uh, obviously, uh, Mr. Baker coming down and sharing his uh, stories about helping uh, Canadians escape a single-payer rationing. And Twyla already threw out a couple of teasers. It sounds like he has some uh, fascinating anecdotes as as well. So, Twyla Braves, appreciate your time as always. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Godspeed in uh, all of your endeavors in uh, keeping people abreast of everything that's going on at the federal level and for your advocacy as well. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks so much, Brad. Glad to be here. AM 12 to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. One more segment remaining on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I walked across an empty land. I knew the pathway like the back of my hand. I felt the earth beneath my feet, sat by the river, and it made me complete. AM 1280, The Patriot. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the West wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. 
Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money. $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Welcome back, Cam Plumbing to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Yeah, I guess we have some time to take phone calls. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You could also use a hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And I imagine, you know, because of the Vikings game today, a lot of folks weren't tuned in live. But if you're listening to the podcast, like right now, uh, feel free to leave a reaction at hashtag NarnShow. Because like I say, uh, Mitch and I monitor that hashtag even when we're off the air. So uh, we'll always like to dialogue with uh, uh, listeners, those who uh, agree with what we say and those who disagree. That's that's perfectly fine as well. And uh, we p- appreciate uh, Twyla Braze's time on the broadcast. Again, go to cchfreedom.org. That's cchfreedom.org. Uh, f- follow that website along. I mean, if you want to get your, their, your tickets to their annual dinner for on Thursday, September 19th, absolutely, that's your place you could do that. Twyla says you have one week to do so. But even if you can't go to the dinner, Keep up on everything that they're they're conveying. I mean, I I I long and have long admired Twyla's advocacy for many of these causes. Uh, she that she's out there and um, you know bringing us the the information that a lot of us, quite frankly, weren't aware of. I mean, like I say, there was some of these this legislation that's going through Congress right now. I was not aware of. So yeah, it's 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 pretty scary what the what the federal government wants to do, and uh, I don't trust the federal government with any of my personal information that's that is for certain so we appreciate uh, twyla's appearance on the broadcast today uh, i did want to get to uh, a new story that was written at the conclusion of the state fair of course the state fair wrapped up this past labor day and we heard the story of a female volunteer at uh the minnesota uh, republican party of minnesota booth Apparently was just there volunteering, you know, mind her own business when a anti-Trump person came up and grabbed her by her nether region, basically saying, there, how do you like it? Because, of course, probably playing off the infamous comments that uh, Donald Trump made uh, a month before the presidential election in 2016, when there was audio leaked of Trump saying a decade earlier that, I, to, you know, if you uh, if you've got the goods to woo a woman, you can just grab her by the you know what? Can't say that word in the air. Don't even want to think about it. But the point is, you know, these people are just volunteering 
at the Republican Party booth and this woman getting grabbed in this manner, uh, just absolutely despicable. And again, I don't defend at all what what the president or what he wasn't the president at the time, candidate then candidate Donald Trump had said uh, it was it was disgusting. And gra- I don't care that it was a decade earlier. Okay, um, it disgusting. Can't defend it. Won't defend it. Never did defend it. And this idea that that's how this person justified grabbing a woman like that, uh, disgusting. So uh, Fox 9 had a story this past week talking about how the uh, uncivil discourse was uh, ramped up on both sides. Excuse me. The heads of Minnesota's two major political parties say they've been targeted over the 12 days of the Minnesota State Fair, leading both parties to install security cameras inside their booths for the first time as the political discourse frequently turned ugly. Amid the hypercharged national political atmosphere, Republican and Democratic Party leaders said the incidents happened almost daily. Party officials said fairgoers have hurled items at volunteers, while the head of the state GOP said that someone dumped trash on her at the Republican booth last week. State Fair Police said they continue to ask for the public's help in identifying a woman who may have been involved in a sexual assault at the Republican booth on August 23rd, in which a GOP volunteer reported being victimized. This fair is supposed to represent the best of Minnesota, not the worst, Ken Martin, chairman of the Minnesota DFL, said in an interview outside his booth. We just have to find a way to de-escalate this. It's sad that this is where our politics have gotten to. Beyond the August 23 sexual assault, neither party has filed any additional police reports, said Brooke Blakely, a spokeswoman for the State Fair Police. Well, I would just say this. You know, a lot of people blame President Trump for the toxic politics that are present today. And there's no question Trump has said some objectionable things on Twitter he said some objectionable things, you know, in live interviews on TV, what have you. No question about it. Uh, his, you know, his political rallies. There's always something going on that uh, that that he reacts to the crowd saying that's unacceptable. I get all that, but the insinuation that this started, this atmosphere started with Donald Trump, is complete fallacy. Okay. Go back to when George W. Bush was president, particularly you know in the middle of his first term, and then of course pretty much his entire second term. Some of the just awful rhetoric and things that said of anybody who just even showed tacit approval approval of George W. Bush, it, it, was, it was disgusting. Okay, and my wife and I we're frequent visitors to the Republican Party of Minnesota booth, particularly because they have a nice oasis in the back to sit and relax and hang out. It's quiet, it's peaceful, it's got nice trees and nice little fountain there. It's just it's just very tranquil, and we love it. Okay, yeah, we're still right of center, even though we don't we don't uh, participate in grassroots Republican Party politics anymore. Uh, we still, you know, find some like minded folks there. All right, and. Back in the days when we were involved in grassroots Republican Party politics, we go hang out there a lot, and 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 you get people coming in and harassing and talking about Bush being a war criminal and saying all the awful things about Bush and everything else worse than Hitler. And they they painted uh, presidential candidates John McCain in two thousand eight and Mitt Romney in two thousand twelve as as the same thing, you know. And 
I've, I've maintained for quite some time now that because Donald Trump pers- actually personified some of the worst traits in Republican candidates, that that's how he rose to the to to be the uh, party's candidate for president. Now, again, I oppose Trump every step of the way, and didn't agree with the rationale of elevating him to that level. But I'm sorry. If this is the kind of atmosphere that leftists and progressives were going to create, then you can't be that surprised that it's going to be used against you. You you just can't be. You can't all of a sudden claim some sort of righteous indignation when the very things that you, I'm not saying you sanction, but stand idly by and allow to happen, okay, i.e. the the awful rhetoric being hurled at George W. Bush, you, you can't be surprised if all of a sudden you're hit back in the same manner, right? It's either universally unacceptable or it isn't, okay? And again, I've, I've always objected to the things Trump has said, but guess what? He's just a byproduct of the atmosphere that leftists and progressives created during the George W. Bush administration. Now, you could agree, disagree all you want with George W. Bush's policies. What drew the left's ire is obviously the Iraq War. They were against the Iraq War, and they were saying George Bush was just going in there to try to extract oil from Iraq or exact revenge on Saddam Hussein because Saddam Hussein had this assassination plot against his dad when you know George H.W. Bush was president. Okay, Stupid, idiotic, moronic theories to be sure, but if that's what you want to go with, that's fine. But this idea that George Bush fabricated reasons to go into war, okay, and then invective being spewed his way, all right, that was just beyond the pale, okay? So leftists, progressives, you can claim indignation all you want and outrage over some of the things that Republican voters may be saying and doing, but um, sorry, you reap what you sow. You've, You've stood idly by long enough when your side has been saying these awful things that, again, you can't expect to be, uh, it can't be unexpected to be thrown back in your face. I don't like it. But welcome to the hell you've created. Take your medicine. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Experience the passion and charisma of commentator Michelle Malkin as she follows the money and uncovers the special interest groups that are profiting from our border crisis. September 24th. The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin at the Ames Center. Tickets start as low as $12.80. But if you get yours today, there are a limited number of VIP upgrades available. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. 
connecting you with new customers. Want to do some shooting at one of the finest sporting clay courses in the U.S.? Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake. And have we got a special offer for you. For a limited time, get two rounds of sporting clays. That's 50 clays each, plus two lunches, including sodas, for just $49. It's an $85 value, and you can shoot any day except Monday. And you don't need a reservation. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click the fan club page. You'll find the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club logo. Click it and get your offer. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Triple Savings Sale gives you three big ways to save when you buy a new furnace and air conditioner. There's manufacturer rebates, utility rebates, and additional promotional rebates equaling up to $2,400 in savings. And that doesn't even include all the money you could be saving in utility bills by replacing your old, inefficient systems. In addition to your triple savings, you get the comfort of knowing your new furnace and AC will be installed by Standard's expert and experienced Nate Certified Technicians. No wonder almost half a million of your fellow Minnesotans have trusted Standard with their family's comfort since 1930. Don't wait until snow starts flying. Take advantage of Standard's triple savings sale before September 30th, and you can save up to $2,400 on your new furnace and air conditioner. Learn more about Standard's triple savings sale today at standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.